Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good day, mates. Want something different? Then come on down to the Ryehorn Steakhouse and try our new Southern Carlos-style buffalo wings. Critically acclaimed. And this weekend only. Ryehorn steaks are buy one, get one half off. That's for you and your special someone. Ryehorn Steakhouse is a proud sponsor of the Puckle TCG podcast. And at Ryehorn Steakhouse, where if it moves, we'll serve it. And now... Coming to you live from atop the Goldenrod City Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle TCG Cast! Welcome, people, to the other episode of the TCG Cast from Puckle. I am your host, Lord Chishiro, and man, we have an amazing episode for you guys today. With me, I have not, not one, not two, but three fantastic guys. First, a man well-respected in the world of Pokemon. It is said that when he enters a cave, Subats cast repel on themselves. Mr. Critical Hidden himself, Sublime Manic. Hello. Also I with us. I scared Zubat. <laughs> <laughs> also with us, we got, uh... Also joining us, we have someone who claims that the anime One Punch Man is in... It's actually his autobiography. It's Mr. Scron. Uh, did I do that? <laughs> and lastly, we have a man whose fantastic mustache can only be described as the mega evolution of Probo Bass, Mr. Posifist. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, with our powers combined, we are the Puckable TCG Podcast. And... As you know, Puckle stands for Pokemon Underground Champions League. Oh yeah. And we're just more than a podcast. We're a community and we're glad to have you here today. And today we come here to talk about TCG. And man, so many good news. So since we have so much to talk about, let's go straight on to it. Please, let's start the news. Uh, there are some major changes coming to the Fates Collide pre-releases. Um, if, for those of you who have done pre-releases before, you may remember that you used to get six booster packs of the specific set that you were going to the pre-release for. Well, that's changing. From now on, starting with the Fates Collide pre-release, you will get an evolution pack. And that evolution pack 
will include 22 key cards from current and previous sets, plus one of four alternate art pre-release promo cards. Uh, the catch to this is that you now only get four booster packs from the set, uh -huh. but you're ending up getting uh, more cards, essentially. <laughs> Two extra. Yeah, so this is basically how other TCG do it now. Uh, they give you a preset deck. And that deck has all the trainers and cards that you might need to be to be able to construct a more cohesive deck. Yeah, like uh, orders, tools, stadiums, stuff, stuff yeah. like that. So for new people, this is fantastic. Because this is a great way for them to secure those cards that are really important, but are difficult to get because they're in previous sets or, or whatever. And it really does help bring them back into the normal format. So I'm actually all for this change. It is true that at the end of the day, you're getting less packs. But at the, but at the same time, you're getting cards that you need instead of just random cards. Mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of on the opposite side. Uh, I don't like it as much just because um, there's a lot less diversity you'll be getting per, um, per pre-release. One of my favorite things to do after a pre-release is to just trade with people. And if, you know, you only have... 40 cards instead of 60 that you know are going to be different than everybody else's. I, I I don't like it as much, but I'll deal. Yeah. Well, in, at the end of the day, it's actually just one less booster because everybody gets two extra boosters at the end. Oh, so you're getting okay. six boosters instead of seven, though. Uh, normally, you would get seven. So it's one less booster. Okay. This seems like a really, really like favorable trade-off for the consumer itself because yeah. I imagine that in this evolution pack, you're going to be getting integral cards that you actually like play in the standard and expanded formats. Yep, exactly. And it just helps people be on par with everybody else. So next on our list is Toys R Us is giving out up to eight promo cards for the 20th anniversary. So all of you that went... This last uh, Saturday, Pokemon Day, two Toys R Us got two fantastic-looking cards, Pikachu and Magikarp. Completely unplayable, but completely collectible. Uh, it, it's a great two cards. Uh, if your Toys R Us was working as it should, you must have... And you do have the cards, and you're above 18 years old. That means you tackled the kid and stole his cards, which is fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Everything's okay. Yeah. Good uh, for you. How, yeah, good for you. So, <laughs> but the, uh, luckily, my Toys R Us uh, didn't care. It's like, oh, you, old guy. Yeah, sure. Have the cards. Sure. Get out of here. Uh, but these are not the only two cards that are going to be available. There actually more cards are going to be. Um, it, starting in April 2nd, we're going to have another pair each other month. And starting with um, Tangela, Ma uh, Magikarp, no. Yeah, Geodude, Clefairy, Ponyta, Meowth. Um, they're all hollows. They all look fantastic. And they just say Torsorus. And they're collectors, so they're pretty nice. So that's something nice Torsorus is doing. This is also going to Canada. So, uh, Nikki Panda, you get your chance to get these awesome cards too. Next on our list, Sublime. Tell us about Mega My Wild. With pleasure. Mega My Wild's the best. Um, Mega Mobile EX is being released as a, um, premium collection this May. Um, it's also being released, released obviously with, a uh, regular Mobile EX in order to get the Mega Mobile. Uh, Mega Mobile EX seems really weak, or like, yeah. especially 
for an EX compared to normal EXs with just 150 HP. That is shockingly low. Mm -hmm. Um, And its attacks don't seem particularly special. They're not. Like, at all. (laughs) However, um, Mega Mawile EX has 190 HP, which is low for a Mega, but high for an EX. Yeah. Uh, Has an interesting attack. Uh, It's called... Twin grapple, for those twin heads, does 130 damage and you flip two coins for each head, discard an energy attached to your opponent's active Pokemon. That could be really good. It can. That's a pretty good attack. It's flippy. It two-shots everything and prevents uh, them from getting enough energy to um, regularly attack back with some luck. So it's three... Fairy energies, which is completely doable in a Gardevoir, uh, uh, um, Cernius deck. And. Oh, that's easy. It's flippy. You have to flip two coins, but the damage doesn't depend on it. If it's had, you actually discard energies, which is, to me, better. Uh, so it's definitely usable. The HP, that's the only problem. Why 190 being a mega evolution? Is that the lowest mega so far? That's the lowest mega so far. I mean, before that, it was just 210. The lowest, and this is 20 points less than that. So it's pretty disappointing. Now, the difference here is that this one, unlike all the other acts, actually has a spirit link. So that makes it even more playable, as we know. Uh, most of these CX that comes in their own collector's box don't include a spirit link. They don't exist, which makes them automatically not playable. But this one does. It has its own spirit link that will be in the box. So that's awesome. This is coming in May and it is released uh, on May 2nd and it's $39.99. And yes, Thatch, it has a pin. So that's going to be super great. The next news, Bosephist. Okay, um, shiny Kalos tins. So there are going to be these three uh, shiny Kalos tins will be released uh, May 18th. They'll be 19.99 each, uh, and they will feature shiny Xerneas, Eviltal, and Zygarde EX. Regular Zygarde, not the um, any of its alternate forms. Because he hasn't had his own game, so he doesn't deserve a shiny. Poor, poor. <laughs> regular, yeah. <laughs> um, they'll also come with uh, four booster packs, like a standard uh, mm-hmm. tin, and a code card to unlock uh, a playable deck on, yes. on uh, TCG Online. So, as we all know, uh, e- Evelta EX is definitely the best of this group, although I don't think we still know what Cigar uh, ES does, but you want those Eveltas, they're awesome. So, next on the news, Sublime. There is a new Azelf promo, which was revealed in Korokoro. It's garbage. <laughs> like always. Like most promos. <laughs> Come on. Like, even for a legendary, to have 70 HP is <laughs> abysmal yep. at this point. And so, don't expect to see it ever. Nope. We're probably going to get this, like every other promo, they always mix these up with the regular sets when they come in the U.S. Uh, Japan has promos galore in every single magazine, in every single cereal box, in every single Cracker Jack. They have a promo for everything. What U.S. does, of course, is they bring all these promos and they release them in a set. 
uh, and just give it all at once. So I actually prefer that. Um, and also, Cygar DX Box Collection is coming in June as well. Uh, it's a new Cygar DX box. It will be released in Europe on June 15. It probably will release in the US in the same time. Uh, it will come with a brand new Holo Promo Cigar uh, EX and a jumbo version of the same card, three boosters, and of course the Pokemon Trading Card Game Online card. Um, so expect that to come. And we also having a Magic card. Scron, tell them something about Shiny Magic card. Yes, this Shiny Magic card promo will be coming in the Shiny Mega Gyarados box. But only on in Europe and in the online trading card game. Yep. Uh, the USA will be different. Uh, Target is giving out the shiny Magikarp promo for Pokemon Day, which will be March nineteenth. Which they're obviously on track. Everybody knows that that's Pokemon Day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not. But go on. It, it isn't. But yeah. <laughs> um, Target's Pokemon Day will take place March 19th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. in their toy department. Fans will get their Magikarp promo, a Pikachu visit visor, and there will be a photo booth set up where you can take pictures with Pikachu. And please send me those pictures because they're going to be hilarious. Oh my goodness, I want to do this so much. I too, with my big beard, <laughs> just there with the visor on whoever's lap. I have to sit to take the picture. It's going to be fantastic. Deli Bird's lap. Don't, and don't give your hopes up, people. This card is still a Magikarp. It is, in fact, awful. It's it a- is awful, but it's gold! It's shiny it's got gold! it's an epic splash. <laughs> so, as you all know, Awakenings of Psychic Kings uh, is being released soon here uh, in Japan. Over there in Japan. Uh, March 18, that obviously, it's gonna be released here in the US in the more less exciting name of Fates Collide, cause we don't have any imagination. That's actually kind of not that bad by American standards. True. Yeah. It's not Awakening of the we've Psychic had King. Worse. We do, we've had horse. I mean, I feel, I feel like Pokemon would definitely up their sales if they, in America, if they use names like, Awakening of the Psychic Kings, because that's so cool. Rage of the Roaring Skies, come on! They were told to bring all those Yu-Gi-Oh! gamers that, for whatever reason, insist on keeping spending money at that game. Oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> Scrun, you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm just a bit tired. <laughs> so, they finally released a lot of the cards we're going to discuss here, and starting off with one of the main characters, protagonists of this, is Alakazam EX. And I like something against is is it's exciting actually. Its ability spoon something because we can't tell what it says. Um, it says before evolving to Mega Alakazam EX, you may put three damage counters on your opponent's Pokemon. This is basically Crobat, the Subat line, right? Where every time you evolve, you do more damage. So it's a perfect match. However, for some reason, this is reversed because. Alex Sam has the ability instead of the evolution, which confuses me, but whatever. And the second attack, uh, not interesting. But it's a fantastic card, and it might see play on those bath decks. So we shall see. Next is Mega Lacrosam EX. Uh, how about Sublime? You talk about this bad boy. 
I like to call it crappy Mega Tyranitary X. <laughs> um, Zen Force. This attack does 10 damage plus 30 for each damage counter on your opponent's active Pokemon. Um, some other details about Mega Alakazam. It has 210 HP, which is also on the lower side for a Mega, but it's still quite bulky. Yep. And its attack only costs one psychic and one colorless, so with a that's clearly intentional so that you can combine it with um Dimension Valley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is it Dimension Valley? Yeah, yep. Dimension Valley. That's, that's the one. Dimension yep. Valley, yeah. Stick to Which by the way, for those who are listening that don't know, it's the stadium that allows you to get rid of one colorless cost from your psychic Pokemon. So that makes Alex Mega Galasam's po- uh, attack do just be able to do it with just one psychic. I don't think that's very good. Uh, it's I think, fine. Uh, Mega Tyranitar e- uh, EX does it way better. True. Where it does 60 per mm-hmm. damage counter on it. Um, and this would appear like it's faster because it's only one energy if you have your correct um, stadium out. Mm-hmm. But Dark has a ton of like energy acceleration anyway. Mm. Well, it's, and it's as a Mega, expanded, you have Mega Turbo yeah. too. No, even without expanded you've got mega turbo hmm. um baby evil talk like there's a ton of ways to get energy onto your megas so with that in mind and considering how much bulkier mega tyranitar ex is as well i would go for that instead of this personally and i think it has better synergy with the crobat line as well all hmm. sticks to tyranitar my opinion uh- I, I do want to note uh, that um, when you evolve it, it looks like, um, or Mega Evolve it, I should say, uh, you get to put three damage counters on each of your opponent's Pokemon. Um, so, and that's only the, ninety. Da- uh, that's only ninety additional damage. Right, but attack. but you, I mean, you start off with that automatically. Um, I guess, yeah, you're right. I just wanted to point that out. I feel like it's too low to definitely. I. I Right, I I agree. Tyranitar does it way better. Yeah, I mean it's faster. That's a plus. It does have great synergy with the Crobot line, just because just Tyranitar too. But it gives you an excuse to use Dimension Valley, and that allows the Crobot line to attack for free. Mm, So that's something to consider. Uh, So it does have a lot of. Synergy with them. Although you should not be attacking with the Crobat line. True, but sometimes you can't avoid it. Its synergy is better than its individual value. I think that can be agreed upon. Yeah. But as Sublime well said, uh, it might be that just um, this uh, Tyranitar might be better. The only reason I think this might actually be something worth it is that Mewtwo EX, Mega Mewtwo, is weak against it as well. So it's something to take into consideration mm-hmm. as Mega Mewtwo decks are pretty uh, common right now. They're in the rise. So next up, we got the bird with the bird. That made no sense. Please, Kron, explain. Uh, <laughs> well, it's Lugia. <laughs> and um, this Lugia, I believe the other bird you're referring to is Pressure, um, which is its ability. Mm-hmm. And this ability causes damage done to Lugia by your opponent's Pokemon to be reduced by 20. So that's pretty useful. Not going to mm-hmm. die. It has 120 HP, but it's not an EX. So that's mm-hmm. pretty good. It is. Uh, it's okay. Three colorless for that attack. It's not bad. The attack is 60 damage. If your opponent's active, it's an EX. It does 60 more. Three mm-hmm. for 
120 might not be the best, but it's doable. Especially when it comes with that pretty, pretty break, Scrawn. I could see... Oh, the break. <laughs> I, I'll segue into that then. Okay, Lugia break. Besides looking awesome... Yeah. It gets a four colorless move attack called Destruction Wave. 150 damage and you discard two energy attached to Lugia. <sighs> it kind of sucks. Uh, I wish this was better. 150 is not enough. Even with a muscle band, which adds 20 more damage, it's not enough to kill most good EXs, not let alone mega EXs. Mm -hmm. uh, and the fact that you have to discard your uh, double colorless energy, which is obviously, if you're going to play this card, you're going to play with double colorless energy. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's not good enough. What do you think, Sublime? Um, I mean, the fact that double colorless energy exists is a plus. Mm -hmm. But its HP is kind of low. It's a, like, and there's so many effects that are cruel to a special energy. Yep. It is not a plus to be reliant on special energy. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, there's that um, the um, assault vest, which reduces damage from it. There's so yep. many tools and supporters and that just discard AG special energy. EX, which basically is right? immune and to And I don't see why you would ever use this instead of Lugia EX. Mm -hmm. Frankly. Like, yeah. Lugia EX has a similar attack uh, the one that destroys the deep hurricane or something? Yep, destroys yeah. the stadium. It destroys the stadium instead of discarding energy, and yep. that is better. This card would have been a lot better if it would have been psychic. It, the fact that it's colorless, weak against electric, which we all know Night March is still around, Mega Manectric is still around, that's a big negative on this card. And you never get on a super uh, effective. It's It was a cool idea. I mean, it's technically a stage one break card. It's the only basic Pokemon that break evolves, which is awesome. It's fast, but not good enough. I would skip on him. Uh, so that's that. Now, the next card is I'm super excited for. Uh, on the same Friday, was it a Friday? Yeah. That they announced Sun and Moon. They also announced these cards, and one of them just blew my mind oh my goodness little I... old Mew is coming back with a vengeance and I just love it Bo tell us about the card alrighty um, if you remember the uh, Mew EX from a little while back this one's similar except uh, it's ability beginning memories this Pokemon can use the attacks of each of your basic Pokemon in play. You still need to have the necessary energy to use the attack. Drop the um, mic. Boom. Oh, yeah. yeah. Would be pretty stinking awesome. It's it's so good. HP, 50. I don't <laughs> care. And it's only basics. It's only a basic. Whereas EX did anything. Yeah. So, um, I, this card has so much potential. It does. Mm -hmm. Not only see just the fact that it's only one prize card if they take it. Yes. This is the Mew EX, but not giving out that two prize problem. This is just one. And this in an Evelta EX card deck, where you can place Mew, attach a double colorless energy, and just do a ton of damage. It's amazing. Uh, in a Night March deck, where yeah. you can leave your 
30 HP Joltik on the bench and still do that amount of damage, it's amazing. It lets you discard more Nart March because you don't need to keep him in hand, uh, thus giving you more damage output per deck. It's just so awesome. And this game, this card will definitely, uh, shuffle the meta and make EX basic cards so much better. Uh, may I? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I have two different viewpoints on this card. As a Mewtwo player, I despise it. <laughs> As a Greninja break player, I love that I'm able to take advantage of it because of its 50 HP. Mm-hmm. So explain to our viewers why Mewtwo should fear this card. Well, it's because Mew is a psychic type. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mewtwo EX is also a psychic type that is weak to other psychic types. Yeah, so yeah. if you have a psychic type Pokemon, well, in play, then you just use like even a weak attack and you'll probably KO the Mewtwo EX that you yeah. worked so hard to set up. Yeah, this won't be Mewtwo Strikes Back all over again. This is not going to be a tie. Mew will destroy Mewtwo and if Mew and get two prizes and Mewtwo might destroy Mew but only gets one and that trade-off is big and gives the advantage on Mew. I really like this card. I'm looking forward to it and no one can say it's not adorable. It is. <laughs> it's super adorable. And I love when adorable Pokemon just kills everything. And for one colorless, it's also just begging for Dimension Valley. Yeah. Even They're the really being is, very uh, conscious about how they make psychic types now that Dimension Valley exists. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that means that if you do have... Because based on the uh, the Pokemon ability, you still need the requirement required energy, but if one of those energies is colorless, the Dimension Valley still takes effect because Mew is psychic and the opponent, no matter, uh, not, not the opponent, the Pokemon you're copying the attack from, it doesn't matter what uh, type he is, Mew will still get the benefit from Dimension Valley. So, like, again, Evelta EX, which attack uses one dark, one colorless, and Mew actually needs one dark. So mm. it's, it's a fantastic card. It's don't let the HP fool you. Mew is amazing, and if you guys are into the TCG, I recommend getting a full set of four once this set is released. It's amazing. So going on next to one of the legendaries that oh, poor guy. Everybody feels he's being left behind. <laughs> um, he doesn't have a game. He. I don't know. Poor him. Scrawn, tell us about Zygarde. It's Zygarde, and he's a fighting type. He's ready to get out into the the great, great world of Pokemon once more. Uh, for, um, for two fighting energy and a colorless, it has Geostrike for 120 damage. Uh, currently, the translation is too blurry to get on yeah. that but it probably does, like, 50 damage to a bench Pokemon, which wouldn't be bad. That'd be pretty neat. Yeah, it's fine. Um, you've got a 30 damage, no retreat attack as well. Alright. Um, fighting does have a problem, and that's, if it's not a Mega, it has no energy acceleration, unfortunately. So, two fighting energies in a colorless is expensive on a fighting type, unfortunately. 
But being fighting means that it's going to get a whole lot of damage support. Just put a fighting um, strong energy on that bad boy, adding a hundred another 20 damage, that's 140. You have the stadium, the fighting stadium on, that's another 20. That's 160 damage. Don't forget and, muscle ban. And don't forget muscle ban, or in this case, also the fighting new one, build. the fighting, yeah, the, which Love gets just part. 10, but adds 40 HP, and he might be useful. My only complaint with this card is the amount of energy needed, but it actually, I can see it can do some play. So it's not bad, don't discount it, it could be good. So next we have a Genesect. Genesect's coming back as a Genesect. EX. Unfortunately, we don't Not know what it does good. yet. Uh, the photos revealed in Japan commercial were too blurry, so we aren't able to see what it does. But we're excited to see Genesect again, and this time around, instead of grass, it's coming back as metal. So let's see if whatever he does can have great synergy in that bronze on deck. Now, the biggest news here is not even Mew. Even though for me it's my favorite new news, uh, it's actually another sublime. Tell us about the other fantastic news. N. Yes, I'm really excited about N. N's one of my favorite supporters. I was so sad when it got rotated out. Um, for anyone who doesn't know what N is, it is a kind of a revenge card. I hope it replaces Judge, because I think it's so much better than Judge. Oh, it, it is. It definitely each player, is. Yeah, and what it does is each player shuffles his or her hand onto their de um, deck, and then they draw a card for each of their remaining prize cards. Mm -hmm. So if your opponent has a really big hand, it's a great way to shuffle them to a smaller hand. If you're behind, it's a great way to punish your opponent. It's an extremely versatile card. I've always loved it. Glad it's back. It is. It, it was before the last rotation. It was a staple in every single oh, yeah. deck. I miss the, Carlos, though. Yeah, the Carlos. mind games are Very back nice. on Pokemon TCG. That N in your opponent's hand was the thing you just feared the most. It was just awesome. And it just definitely helps you control the field a lot more. I am super excited to see N back. I'm kind of surprised they didn't re reprint it in some other character's name. Like, <laughs> same thing happened with Skyla. They kept it Skyla instead of adding whatever random gym leader could have been. So that's kind of... I don't understand. Um, but I don't care. I like it because now I don't have to get a new one. I can use my own True. One. That's right. very true, actually. I also like it because... Ishiro? Yeah. Allow me to offer an explanation. Yes, sir. Fan service. Ah, yes. People like Skyla... People like N. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah, the well, team leaders in X and Y and Kalos, they're so forgettable. Yeah, they, I mean, True. they were, were kind of quirky, but, um, yeah. You yeah. saw N and Skyla in every single deck. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, I mean, it's a, they're just names in the, in the Pokemon TCG world that you, I don't think you can get rid of. Yeah. Um, it is true. Yeah. I totally agree. And it's great to have him back. It's just definitely another news that just completely shuffles the metagame. And for all of us that have our all of our 87 Ns, <laughs> we can keep using them. I, so that's yeah. amazing. I got two full art Ns. Those are very oh, they're expensive awesome. cards. They look amazing. So yeah. going on to the next piece of news, we have a uh, Dark Bird. 
this time around. Hey, Bosefist, tell us about Mandibus. Okay, the uh, the scarier Honchcrow here. Um, it has 110 HP, uh, stage 1, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Bone Drop, choose one of your opponent's Pokemon that has an ability. This attack does 60 damage to that Pokemon, so uh, you can hit benches, am I right? Yep. Yep, that's, uh, that'll hurt. I, and then you have another attack for 80 damage, uh, not really forgettable. Deal, yeah. But, that first attack, though. One yeah. colorless, choose one opponent's Pokemon with ability and do 60 damage. Oh. That'll... Uh, Mew, watch mm-hmm. out. Mew alone should fear Mandibus. Uh, the new Mew. Yeah. Uh, that's a good attack. I don't see a deck base around it, but it might be a good tech card for those dark decks. Or even, it's a colorless, so you don't even need to be dark. So it's mm. not bad. It's not amazing. What do you think, Scron? Um, I wouldn't run it. Yeah. Yeah, they're just better things. One one ten HP isn't quite good enough. I might consider if it consider it if it was at least at one thirty. That's true. So next on our list, we got Snorlax back. Basic Pokemon, 140. Oh, that's a lot of HP for basic non-EX. However, both of the attacks suck. Um, don't use it. Moving on. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty. That's true. Yep. The art is fantastic. Can we just, like, take a moment to appreciate the art here and how people are screaming and running away as it rolls over? It looks like it's gonna roll over people and kill them. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> It's just, I love how liberal Pokemon is being with their artists, which by the way, we should really do a, um, art episode soon and just talk about the art. Uh, but I just love this Snor- Snorlax. Um, uh, unfortunately it's unplayable almost, um, not worth it, but for collectors, it's super awesome. Um, we're going to have also for the first time ever, uh, we're going to put all these pictures of our, uh, cards on the site where we post this podcast so you can follow on with us and enjoy the art as we speak of it. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy that. Uh, for those of you listening on the go, I'm sorry, you can go back to your home and see the pictures afterwards, but we're going to do that. So uh, it's going to be great for you guys. Moving on to something prehistoric, ancient, fossilized. Our Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. Both of us. Let's mm. talk about Almastar and Almastar Break. Oh, buddy. So, uh, 120 HP. Uh, its ability, Restoration Beam. Once during your turn, before you attack, you may search your deck for a restored Pokemon, put it on your bench, and shuffle your deck afterward. Uh, so that's Omanyte, all the basic fossils, yep. not not their evolutions. Yep. And, uh, and then it has an attack for 60 damage with a, a water and colorless. Um, so it's okay, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a fossil set rubber. Mm-hmm. So, Blum, what do you think about that Pokemon ability? Um, I think, because this is a water type especially, I think it's really great for Aurora's decks. Mm-hmm. Which are viable, if just with all, a lot of uh, tools. Um... I don't like that it's a fossil itself. Fossils mm, are just... Yeah. They're so gimmicky. I wish that just the whole mechanic so, about them is lame. Yeah, explain to our it. new viewers what exactly are fossil Pokemons and how they play in the TCG. 
fossil Pokemons, in a way to relate back to the video games, have to be revived. Mm -hmm. You can't just catch them or play them. Um, And it used to be, as of black and white, that you'd have to play a fossil card that was the actual fossil item. It's a trainer instead of a Pokemon. Yes. Um, And you would have to search for just a certain number of the bottom cards of your deck. And if the correct Pokemon that it turned into was there, you would play it on your bench. Um, X and Y really helped out with Fossil Researcher, which is a supporter card and lets you just put two of the fossils onto your bench, but it Mm -hmm. has to be, I believe, the Kalos fossils. I think it's any fossil. Really? Yeah. Which you bring to the point I was going to get to, Fossil Researcher itself make this card's mute. Um... Although this does save you your supporter. True. That is very true. So I retract. You're right. <laughs> so the, have, the fact that I have this as a Pokemon ability does help save up your supporter's uh, turn. So that's not bad. It's good. I don't see many people Stage playing. One, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't expect it to take yeah. the world by storm. Definitely yeah. not. A fun gimmick card, though, nonetheless. Yeah, and it, true. And um, I'd like to use this to segue into Omistar Break. Oh, yeah. Here we go. They're, they are praising the Helix over there at the oh, yeah. Pokemon Company. Um, Omistar Break uh, it's, has a second ability, yep. Dangerous Tentacles. Once during your turn, before you attack, you may choose one of your opponent's bench Pokemon EX and switch it with his or her active Pokemon. Now this is Mm. interesting. (laughs) It's a Lysander for EX Pokemon. And now we're talking about really good potential in a card. This is what I wanted to see from Breaks, um, and I think they're finally starting to get there. Handle yes. on what they want breaks to do. They're just they're ex counters, mm-hmm. and I I love it. It's 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 an answer to a uh, to a call that's been uh, ringing for like three or four years now, mm-hmm. and oh, I'm excited. Yeah, and definitely, almost sorry, a uh, break. I'm sorry. Is does have potential? Does have the potential to be just one in your water deck? Um, or even if you're not on water type, the problem is the setting up again. Um, and that's what makes this card still relatively unplayable is the fact that you need a fossil or a fossil researcher to be able to play this card is what makes it difficult. Still, that ability is nothing to laugh about. What do you think, Scron? I think it's pretty good. I. I tend to use pretty gimmicky strategies, so I might even like use switches with that so that you can like climb up stuff on your side as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has a lot of potential. Lastly, we have some of the news. There's another collector's coming uh, box and includes a Greninja. And who's freaking surprised? It's everywhere. <laughs> this here is this Greninja. It's actually Ash's Greninja. And I don't know. Tell us about it, Sublime. I'm assuming you can play four Greninja and four Ash Greninja because the card is actually called Ash Greninja. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for our viewers, um, the name of the card is very important. Even if there's a very any tiny difference in the name, even if it's the same Pokemon, it's a different card. Meaning that the f- limit of four doesn't apply. So if you have four Greninja, you can have four Greninjas. Four Greninja EX 
and four Ashes Greninja EX. So you can have <laughs> all the Greninjas you want. You can make a Greninja alone deck, um, which is sad. But don't. But you Not can, that you yeah. should. <laughs> exactly. So that's important. But please continue, Sublime. Um, yeah, so this will be coming uh, in April 13th. Mm-hmm. And it's going to have... Ash Greninja EX. Oh, um, I thought the more important thing to know that note about how you were mentioning car- card names is that EX is part of the card name, mm-hmm. which is why you can have four, for example, Eveltal and four Eveltal EX. Yeah. Uh, um, just as an example of that mechanic, I wanted to bring up. Um, yeah, it comes with some breakpoint uh, sets, indubitably, so you can have more Greninja on the card art because that's the booster pack Pokemon. Um, and that's Ashes Greninja EX. Yeah. Um, I don't think they translated the attack. No, they didn't. Um, unfortunately, we'll know soon. Um, it's another Greninja. Greninja's I, the Charizard of this I could generation. tell you the names Gen of 6 the Charizard. attacks. What was that? I could tell you the names of the attacks. What's if you the wanted. names? Okay, the first attack is Shuriken Ranbu. Shuriken Ram. Uh, oh, Makes no sense, like Japanese texts usually uh, do. There's a uh, Ninja Bur- Bureto, Buredo, Ninja Braid. Oh, That's like the it. second attack. Is Dancing Shuriken in English, and it says flip two or three coins. This attack does 30 damage times the number of heads to one of your opponent's Pokemon. Don't apply resistance. It's either 20 or 30, I'm not sure, I can't read. And then I can't, and the bottom attack is called Ninja Blade. Uh, it says something about Ninja Blade. That's okay. the only thing I can read. So we uh, don't know yet. It might be playable. We don't know. 130 on uh, EX is not that much. Uh, but who knows? Maybe that text changes it. Uh, the yeah. box comes in with a ju- uh, Jumbo card. No pin this time, Thatch, I'm sorry. But uh, it looks nice might be able to consider it. So that's it for the news. Uh, we're done. We did it, people. Round of applause. Um, that's the news. It's a lot to talk about. But in we go to the topic of the day after this message. Bye. Oh, we'll catch you on the flip-flop. Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of confusion in your basement or attic? Have you or your family ever seen a pumpkaboo, haunter, or ghastly? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and call the professionals. Ghost, Ghost, Ghost catchers. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your ghost-type elimination needs. We're, We're ready, ready to, to, to relieve you. you. Welcome back, everybody. And now it's time for the topic of the day. And today we're going to explain... What are of the rest of the cards in the TCG? We know about Pokemon. We know about energies. Let's talk about the other ones in between and how important they may be. Let's start with one of the most important ones, Sublime. Talk about supporters. Supporters are item cards that you can only play one of per turn because they offer such a wide variety of useful effects intended to, like, boost you um and your play or your turn um they can do literally just about everything every deck needs them a deck without supporters is literally unheard of 
Mm-hmm. Um, they're such an integral part of the game that attacks or abilities that prevent an opponent from using supporters are very dangerous. They hurt. And very popular mm-hmm. because of that. Um, my personal favorite supporters would be big fan of um, just the Professor Juniper yeah. type. That's a staple. It's Professor Oak slash Professor whichever professor it is, the Professor one. Um, just discard your hand draw seven. Seven's a very good uh, card draw. Mm-hmm. So I've always loved it for that reason. Lysander is another like necessity in today. And then um, what supporters you want is often very dependent on what type of deck you are running. Mm-hmm. That's true. So supporters like Sublime Side is super important. You, most of the decks now have obligatory. Least, yeah, ten percent, twenty percent of their decks are supported. They're that good, that important. Um, Professor Juniper or Professor Sycamore, for example, is one staple in almost every deck. We just talked about N, which is an amazing supporter. Which is a supporter. As well. Yeah, Scrawn, What's your favorite supporter? Lysander, no doubt about it. What does that do? Lysander's so good. I like the aggressive approach to uh, the, the TCG. Uh, what Lysander does is it switches your opponent's active Pokemon with one of their bench Pokemon. Mm-hmm. There's no hiding. No There's hiding from no Lysander. protecting anyone in the bench. Lysander would get that Pokemon out of the bench, into the active, and right into the aim of that sniper. It's a great card. Bo, tell us what's your favorite supporter. Um, I'd say, man, it's a. I think it's a tie between Skyla and N. Um, mm-hmm. N I love because you, if you get a card um, in your hand, like you use draw power and you have to reveal it to an opponent, you better be playing that card that turn before your opponent gets a turn and can just end it away from you. Um Skyla I really like because you get access to not only your uh, items, your um, stadiums, but also supporters. Um, it, it has just really good draw search power or your A specs. It, it's a great, uh, good utility yep. um, just for whatever you need to get because sometimes it's not as specific as, you know, I need a supporter right now or I need a, you know, it's a good general card to keep. Now, both of those cards are amazing, and it's just mind games, all mind games. Being mm-hmm. able to reshuffle your opponent's hand, it's a great card. And Skyla, although we lost use when computer search was a thing, now that it's no longer available, it's big. It's necessary. So Skyla is a great At least a one-of. Of one-of, yeah. You never know. And I have a tie as well. Uh, I found myself really loving Hexmaniac. Uh, that supporter card deactivates, card. Mm-hmm, deactivates Pokemon abilities from everyone, everywhere. Uh, once you play Hexmania, nobody could use Pokemon abilities, including your opponent on his next, uh, turn. So, I really found loving Hexmania a lot. And the other card that I really like is Corina. Corina's in a fighting deck is surprisingly powerful. It allows you to get any fighting uh, card Pokemon, plus right. Pokemon plus a tool as well, so you can get whatever you need plus whatever tools such as Spirit Links, Muscle Bands, whatever you need, you can get it from your deck. Both cards are super super powerful, um, and supporters really do make a deck. So stay, t- you know, be mindful of what you put on your deck. 
following supporters is Stadium. And Stadium, they're awesome. Sublime? No, Scron, tell us about Stadiums. Uh, stadiums modify the nature of the battlefield, much like you would expect. Um, an example, they, they really can be uh, variable. Uh, Scorched Earth can let you draw additional cards if you discard some. Uh, some like Dimension Valley, uh, as we just spoke about earlier, can reduce the cost of some attacks. And um, some like Reverse City or, or in Parallel City mm-hmm. can be different for sides of the battlefield. Uh, they're they're very much a diverse sort of card. Uh, my my personal favorite is uh, Verbank City Gym. No, oh. <laughs> <Inexpansive. laughs> <You're> evil, <laughs> evil. Yes. Of course, he's he's the he's the poison dude. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us what that does. Uh, the Verbank City Gym. Whenever in a Pokemon has the poison status condition, instead of putting one damage counter on it between turns, you put three on it instead. Oh, Just cause. Just cause. Just <laughs> cause. Just Just cause. Everybody hates that card combined with... Uh, you either played it or you played against it. Uh, it was bad. It's no longer in standard rotation. It's Thank still God. all go for um, expanded. Uh, it's it's a great card. <laughs> Bro, tell us about your favorite stadium. Um, hmm, it's kind of a tough one. Uh, I I think I, th- I think it's Fairy Garden. Yeah. Um, or a, if there were a uh, variants of Fairy Garden, I'm not sure if there it are. It is right no, it's Fairy Fairy Garden still in. Right. Um, anything that lets you. Um, Fairy Garden's the Fruit retreat. Tree. For your treat, right, I couldn't remember if it was that or the energy switch, both which are amazing. Um, but necessary, completely 100% necessary in any fairy deck. Yep. Uh, anything that gets you free retreats is, I mean, you're, you're switching out, you're not, you're, you're not giving up prize cards as fast, and you're getting your attackers out when you need them out. Yeah, never underestimate free retreat. That could, completely ruin yeah. your game if you're oh, playing yeah. against it. It's really good. Uh, one point we haven't mentioned about stadiums, you can only have one in play at a time. They stay in the game. So you play a stadium, and until you or your opponent plays another stadium, they remain uh, on the uh, on the field. If your opponent plays a different stadium, you have to discard your own. So only one is available. A good strategy is to hold that stadium in your hand until you need it. Don't just put it there just because. If you can hold it on to the right moment where it's beneficial on your turn, that's the way to do it. Uh, or if you really need to get rid of your opponent's stadium because it is making your day really bad, then you can use it as well. Um, so it's it's quite the strategy to use Stadium. Sublime, tell us about your favorite Stadium. Um, the thing is, Stadiums today are so very type-specific that I wouldn't say I have a favorite so much as you basically just use the Stadium that works with what type you're using. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick a favorite, it would probably be um, Parallel City. Or not Parallel... What am I saying? Not Parallel City. A rever- um, Dimension Valley. Ah. Um, just because I think it's the most um, experimental of the stadiums that exist right now. You can do so much with it. There are constantly new cards being made that interact with it in unique or new ways. As an example, like the new Alakazam EX cards Mm -hmm. work with Dimension Valley. 
Gengar X works with Dimension Valley. Crobat works with Dimension Valley. Like, um, and just because it um, relates to what Pokemon can do, as opposed to affecting the field or your turn draw, um, the ways that Dimension Valley can be used are always changing, and I think that's what's really interesting about it. Yeah. But I only play whatever stadium matches whatever type I'm using. That is true. That is true. Depending on the deck you do, when the type you use is the stadium right. they use. I am a fan of fighting stadium, as I mentioned before. 20 H, I'm sorry, 20 more damage on all of your fighting Pokemon attacks. <sighs> it's so good. It's so good. It just makes your opponent weep. And I enjoy that. The tears. But that's... It for the stadiums, though. We're going on to special energies, which is not to be confused with the basic energies we discussed last month. Bo, tell us about special energies. All right. Special energies. Um, there are a ton of type-specific ones right now, like the strong energy we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, they boost your Pokemon's attacks. Uh, the Scorch energy can't be discarded. Um it, uh, which is amazing yep. for fire types in general. Yep. Because they have something special about them. Uh, right. You can um, only have four per deck. Of, of a specific type of special yep. energy. Unlike regular energies, uh, which, which you can have unlimited. No yeah. Um, you can have up to 60. <laughs> yeah. Well, 59, technically. <laughs> True. Excuse me. Um, I mean, there's rainbow, double colorless. Mm-hmm. It's, it is very, very rare to see uh, a deck without special energy mm-hmm. in it. Uh, some decks only use special energies. Yep, like Night March. So, which is dangerous. Mm-hmm. It is. It definitely because is. Uh, Night March, for example, only ex- almost exclusively use double colorless energy. And I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. I'm pretty sure everybody's favorite in this podcast is double colorless energy. Ooh, I would say mine is mine? Double Dragon. I was oh, going to say oh, Double Dragon also. Oh, wow. We do have a uh, debate here. I'm with uh, you with the Double double Colorless. Oh, yeah. Uh, to double me, Colorless co- is certainly the most versatile, but Double Dragon put Dragon types back on the map. And they're yeah. still not on the map. But They're totally <laughs> on the map. <laughs> Tell us about it, though. Okay, oh, um, so everyone knows that Double Colorless is just two colorless energy that can be attached to any Pokemon. And it's only for colorless um, cost of ta- attacks. Double dragon energy can only be attached to dragon type Pokemon, but it can co- be any two types of energy that you can use. And because dragon types require so many different types of energies, it makes playing dragon types so much more viable and feasible mm-hmm. that even if there are, there do happen to be very few viable dragons at this time. Just the existence of the card is such a game changer for the dragon type yeah. to make it viable at all. It's completely true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the card is fantastic. A Giratina EX, for example, one card. Giratina EX loves it. Loves it. Um, like Sublime said, most dragons use so many different types of energies. It's ridiculous. But double colorless. I'm sorry. Double dragon energy lets you keep a focus. Just need two of them, and any attack can go out. It can only be attached to dragon types. Um, it cannot be attached to any other type. Um, and I happen to card. have, like, multiple dragon decks, so I'm so glad it exists. Like, I mm-hmm. love uh, Megalatios EX oh, yeah. as a sniping deck, and then I'm also a big fan of, and it doesn't get enough respect, Mega Rayquaza EX, the dragon type. Mm-hmm. No, And right now, we are seeing um, a lot of dragons that are going to come in. I'm pretty sure one of the future expansions is going to be dragon-based. So, let's see. We don't know. 
let's hope for something interesting. But me and Scron definitely double color less energy. That there's no one more card. It is that is versatile. The most yeah, versatile as double colorless energy. If you can power up an attack with just a double colorless energy, you want it. It is so good. Um, you can only have four, and whenever one of them goes to your discard pile, you cry uh, baby tears. But there are ways around it. So it's a great <laughs> card. Double uh, yeah. energies are great cards. Um, there's a lot of counters to it. Um, so it's not something you would play uh, expecting it to stay long in the field. That's why it's good in decks like Night March when it's basically put it, kill, be killed. Um, but there are a lot of cards to counter special energies, so you gotta watch out. Next on the list is Tools, another subpart branch of the trainer cards. Scron, tell us about Tools. Uh, tools are essentially the equivalent of items in the Pokemon TCG scene. You give them to a Pokemon, and it enhances them in some way. Uh, mm -hmm. But there are exceptions to that in the form of Team Flare gear, which are negative to your opponent's Pokemon. Um, for example, you have Focus Sash, which can only be put on fighting Pokemon, I believe. And if it would be left with only 10 HP when yep, it just started... Just like a video game. Yes, uh, after starting at full health, then it would just stay at 10 HP rather than be being KO'd. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of different types of tool cards. The most popular is probably... Well, the most popular are probably uh, Muscle Band and Floyd oh, yeah. Stone. Mm -hmm. um, they're used quite frequently. Oh, yeah. They're super important. Every deck has them. And especially if you're using Mega, don't forget about the Spirit Links. Yep. Spirit Links allow so you to evolve and not lose a turn, which is really, mm -hmm. really important in a Mega deck. Uh, they're the equivalent of the Mega Stone in the games. Um, stadiums are very important. So many variety as well. Uh, as Scrong was saying, we got the Muscle Band, which is among the most uh, used, which is basically adds more damage. We got other cards such as Focus Sash. Basically, anything you can imagine in the game that was an item could be a tool. And they're very important. Uh, unfortunately, they also are easily target. Megaphone, Hyper Megaphone eliminates all tools in play. So all the tools you've played on your all your Pokemon goes away with one card. And also Pokemon like um, Seismitog, EX, Seismitog, uh, also prevents you from playing these items any item and tools. Card, yeah, any item be? cards. Which goes to, in Segway, Migway, or Jashiro Way, to item cards. Sublime, tell us about item cards. Item cards are basically any card that is not one of the categories we haven't previously discussed. Um, that is not a Pokemon or an energy. Um, it is your most common type of supporting card. And it has the greatest variety of effects. They are generally weaker than um, supporter cards because you can play as many as you want in a single turn. Yeah. Some of them are super huge game changers um, in spite of that. Like Ultra Ball lets you oh, search yeah. for any Pokemon for discarding two cards. Or even bigger, I would say Versus Seeker and Battle oh, Compressor. Oh, yes. Versus Seeker is a game changer. Definitely. Or Energy accelerations such as Mega Turbo, which has mm -hmm. made Mega um, Evolutions... So much better. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, these cards basically do things. Occupy, you yeah, know, they occupy most of your deck. Uh, usually, you have four of each one that you need: four Ultra Balls, four VS Seekers, four whatever uh, Mega Turbo. Depends Every, on what it is. Depends on what you need, but you these cards are very powerful. <laughs> you can use as many as you want per turn, uh, and they could definitely turn the tides. I remember one tournament, it was my last one, um, that what made me win was that one Mega Turbo. I had ground Mega Ground on the EX outside playing uh, against the um, oh, Cernias, and I couldn't kill it until that Mega Turbo came in. I was able to power up my Mega Ground on, and I, oh, I'm sorry, Primal Ground on, and I just knock it out and won the game. That one little item card just changed everything. It, so never underestimate, they're fantastic. Any favorite ones that you guys have? Scrawn. Uh, I like Via Seeker. Hmm. I like Via Seeker because it lets me only run one Lysander in my deck. Yep. It's super important. Sublime. Um, versus Seeker and also Battle Compressor. Oh, Battle Compressor. So Gotta so have Battle good. Compressor. Yeah. Especially Could you with explain Seeker. what both of them do? I'm sorry, we haven't explained Okay, so yeah. Battle Compressor, I feel like, should be required in every deck. Yeah. Um, it lets you search your deck and discard three cards into your um, discard pile straight from the deck. Um, there's so many good things about that. You get to immediately yeah. see what was not prized or what mm-hmm. was prized. It lets you search your deck um, for free. Puts things into your discard pile, which lots of things work with, such as VS Seeker. That's why I feel like if you ever run VS Seeker, you need to be running Battle yep. Compressor. Um, VS Seeker lets you search a sp- supporter card from your discard pile and put into your hand. So if you have both of these two item cards, it's basically the equivalent of searching for whatever supporter card you want straight into your hand. It just goes through the discard pile first. The discard pile is so much more accessible than your deck. And, mm-hmm. When it comes to searching and acquiring from, you right. want stuff on your discard pile. Because it's A lot easier of the to get, yeah. Especially when it comes to supporters, fighting Pokemon, water Pokemon... Anything that depends on being on a discard pile to actually function, not to mention Night March or uh, Be Revenge, Vespiquen, yep. depends Flareon, on having like, stuff on your central. discard pile. Yep, it's a fantastic card. It's really plus, good. like if you're using DS Seeker, which you should be using, <laughs> it lets you be it. much more versatile in your supporters. As Gron was mentioning, because you can run a lot of just one of each supporter. Mm-hmm. That's like a tech card or something. And you can use it up to four times, potentially, if yep. you have lots of VS Seekers. Yep. What about you, Bolo? What's your favorite uh, item card? Um, I'm going to go kind of, I guess, lame. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> mine is Max Potion. Max Potion? Um, oh, I love it, Max actually. Potion. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, it's, to me, it's, not, it's pretty straightforward. You uh, discard all energy attached to a certain Pokemon... And then heal all damage from that Pokemon. Um, the trick to this is having some sort of energy transfer yeah. uh, system, and you just oh, move all the energy off of your Pokemon. Um, I loved it with the uh, Darkrai uh, Hydragon mm-hmm. uh, combo. Um, Aromatis Gardevoir. Aromatis, yeah, I love that card. Yeah, and it love just got deck. back into rotation with Breakpoint. It and, made Gardevoir mm-hmm. good again. Mm-hmm. And and uh, so you move your energy off the Pokemon onto another Pokemon on your bench. 
use it. max potion, heal it, and then just put all the energy back on and go to town. Um, and you will see uh, your opponent just weep, weep of sadness. Especially if they've been, like, working, building up, saving something to take out your EX or uh, your, your big hitter. And they're like, all right, you know, one more hit and he's gone. Oh, just kidding. Max Potion. Now you got to do that all over again. Yep. Tosses uh, so many forfeits just right there. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> frustration. I give up in life. Just shoot me. It's a great card. And my favorite, actually, you have to agree with Sublime and Scrawn. It's via Seeker and Battle um, Compressor. Uh, gotta have both. Uh, those cards are so good. Every deck should have it. Uh, every deck needs it. But that's it for a topic. That's all the types except Pokemon and um, what they do, what we love about them, and why you should be using it. Next up is Deck of the Month, which we'll cover really fast because we have something special for you guys at the end of this episode. And I want to get to that because it's going to be awesome. So we're going to straight out talk about Evelta EX as a deck. Uh, we're going to talk specifically specifically about the expanded version which includes expanded cards such as Darkrai, Keldir, and Jiraji. Um, but this is a deck that if you're going to regionals, you're going to see. Um, it is a great deck. Evelta EX consists of three Evelta EX, three Baby Evelta. The card's not named that, but we call it that because it's the non-EX Evelta. And one of each Darkrai, Keldia, Jiraji EX. Please... Sublime, talk us about this deck. I love Eveltal. Dark is my favorite type, so I'm always very pro Eveltal. Um, Eveltal EX um, has Evil Ball as the only reason anyone ever uses mm-hmm. it. And what Although, Evil don't Ball underestimate does, Cyclone. It's it situationally valuable yeah, for moving it's energy. It's valuable, yeah. But it's got nothing on Evil oh, Ball, no, which does 20 plus 20 more for each energy attached to both it and your opponent's active Pokemon. Oh, yeah. You slap on one Dark Energy and a couple of double colorless, and you're doing, what would that be, 120? 80. 80 120. What? Really? Two double colorless and one Dark? That oh, would double colorless. Yeah, yeah. Two double. Yeah, sorry. And that's so easy to do. And then you have to also consider that you add energy that your opponent has on their Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So it racks up extremely quickly. It is also blessed with not being weak to fighting and yeah. being a dark type. It's instead weak to electric. Which um, is a bummer, but you can definitely I mean, walk around yeah, that. But, and it's bulky for a regular EX. Yeah, it does. It has pretty much uh, 170, if I'm not mistaken, but being a basic EX, you can attach to Fighting Spirit, is it called? The item card? Uh, yeah, the Fighting Spirit Belt. Yep, which, uh, which gives pushes it, 40 it to 210, more. I believe. Yep, 210, which is mega territory, and does an extra 10 damage. This card is really powerful. Really good. Game and changer. It, yep, and it helps that it has its own Baby Velta, which yes. allows it Oblivion to wing. speed up even more. Because Baby Velta, with one Dark Energy, allows you to do 30 damage, which with a Muscle Band is nothing to laugh at. And retreat one energy, the dark energy, from your discard pile and place it in any Pokemon you want, allowing you to speed up that Evelta EX. (laughs) Very awesome. Which Uh, you can get there with Battle Compressor. Is there anything Battle Compressor can't do? No, there's nothing it can't do, uh, except discard Scrawn, which would explain Darkrai for us. What does Darkrai do in this deck? 
Um, free isn't retreat. this the free retreat one? Yep, that's yeah. the okay. one. That's what I thought. Pretty it's sweet. A, yeah, it's a sniper. It does 90 damage for three dark energy, I believe, right? I think it's two dark and then one colorless. Yeah, and it does 90 damage plus 30 to one of your opponent's bench. bench. But the Pokemon ability lets you retreat. And You're only using it for dark cloak. Yep. Any uh, card, any Pokemon that has a dark energy attached to it, it doesn't have to be dark type. Uh, as long as, as, a, as it has a dark energy, you can retreat for free. Fantastic one. And then we have Keldeo EX, which I hate, but it's there. Uh, Russian. Yep. They let you retreat as well. They hate mm-hmm. it. But it also has Tiraji EX, which lets you uh, find for whatever supporter you need at the moment. So it's a good combination. Obviously, there's space for more Pokemon. Uh, we are not expecting to give you a precise list here. Just an idea. Shaman or yeah, something. Just an idea of how to build it. And this is one good deck. One that if you definitely are going going to regional, you want might want to consider playing this one. Trainers consist of the universe, uh, of the uh, usual. Professor Juniper or Sycamore ends uh, some Scylander, uh, Lysanders for uh, retrieving, and then the usual via Seekers, Ultra Ball, so forth. Uh, uh, you want you... go ahead. Um, I there was something I noticed whenever I first looked at this deck list that I really feel is important to say, just so the average player doesn't get abused by absolute pieces of garbage like myself. <laughs> go ahead. Some people have, and I, I believe you're one of them, uh, Lord Shiro, <laughs> have faced my Pyro Archeops deck. I have. And this is a perfect example of a deck that can do absolutely nothing against my Pyro Archeops deck. This is very true. So, there are always counters in the Pokemon TCG. Oh, it's just, just like the video game. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, on that note, Scrawn challenged me to one battle, use that cheap Archeops deck. <laughs> I was using Night March, I was not, I did not know what he was using. I was using a standard deck, and he used an extended. He beat me, and suddenly had to disappear, he has other things to do, and I have yet to see him again playing Pokemon DCG Online. I'm sure I had a legitimate reason. <laughs> sure you did. Sure you did. Um, so that's it for that deck. Uh, uh, Bo, is there anything you want to add? Um, my mic freaked out there for a second. Um, uh, I love Darkrai. Uh, I like Keldia when I'm using it. Um, I love Yveltal. <laughs> Everybody hates <laughs> <I> not. <laughs> um... I mean, you guys pretty much covered it. I just am just going to say, heck yeah. Yeah, it's a great deck. Really great. Yeah, good deck. So, we're almost to the finish line. One more thing before our last section. This is email. We have our first email. Well, Snacks email was first. This is uh, from Basket. And um, I'm not going to put Scrawn to read it because he's awful. Um Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Come on! Whoa! I'll, uh, yeah, sure. Give me, give me one second. I gotta pull it up here. You don't um, like my email reading? You just destroy the poor people that take time into reading us and just. You don't like my Richard Nixon voice. <laughs> <laughs> poor people. I 
I personally scroll and find your email reading um, very Thank fun. Thank you. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> it adds character. I'm All trying right. to bring voice to them. Um, this is a call to Thatch to see if he's listening, but without further to-do, um, I'm gonna read this mailbag. Huh? Um, hey, Jushiro and company. Uh, by the way, it, you're gonna see a lot of basket bags, cause he's got about a million questions on the Pokemon trading card game. But for your sanity, I'll stick to one or two questions each mailbag. Okay, so this podcast question is, can you use your a card like Wally? to put a break Pokemon into play. There's been a ton of debate on this subject on so many threads, it's been impossible for me to know definitively. Uh, what do you guys think? I think you can. <laughs> I'm also yeah. I'm also there. I'm pretty sure you can. Yeah. We'll go uh, over it after you hold, read the whole thing. Right, okay. Um, they say it's the same Pokemon and therefore functions more like an EX without mm-hmm. waiting a turn after you evolve it. Um, but it says... In the left-hand corner, this Pokemon evolves from blank and has none of the restrictions like EXs do. Therefore, the wording on cards like Wally should hold true, right? I feel like players are making break Pokemon suck out of stubbornness or that Nintendo doesn't care enough to clarify these issues. If Wally One can't... important oh. thing. So Nintendo actually has no say in the trading card. It's actually all the Pokemon company. Um, that's important to know. So, Poro Nintendo, uh, who usually is to blame for everything else, actually has nothing to do with TCG. Boom. Okay. Um, if well, I can't work that way, then can you tell me why and point out some sort of site where I can get definitive answers for these kinds of questions? Because I really want the FEAR Radicate Arido support deck I'm fooling around with to speed up. Yes. Um, like, do we have a site for him? Well, there's a lot of site. We, mm-hmm. you should come to pokopodcast.com.com, uh, to all your needs, but there's other sites over there. I mean, I can definitely quote pokebeach.com. I guess that's my go-to in particular, but these type of rules are always weird. So in terms of this specific case, Wally affects evolutions. Break, even though it's the same Pokemon, it still counts as an evolution. Um, every, every time you put something on top of your Pokemon counts as an evolution. That being a normal evolution, stage one, stage two Pokemon. That being a break. That being a mega on your EXs. It still counts as evolution. Wally will definitely affect that card. Meaning for those of you at home that doesn't know what Wally is, uh, once you play Wally, you can immediately evolve any Pokemon in play. You don't have to wait that extra turn that's needed. If it's new, if it's first turn, it ignores all that. You can play it at the moment. And yes, Wally does affect the break cards. They count as an evolution. They're not like EXs. Cool. All right. Um, so thanks a lot, Yoshiro. It's Basket. P.S. Basket. P.S. I'm throwing another related question in. I don't think they do, or even if it would uh, be that great in most situations, but is there a technical reason why a rare candy can't bypass, for example, a Greninja and go straight from Frogadier to Greninja Break? Again, there is because um, Greninja Break uses Greninja's attacks also. Um, 
not frogadiers. Uh, that's a uh, important thing to know. Um, and, and Greninja Break is not a stage two. True. Correct. It, it the the wording specifically say, yeah, you have to pick a stage two that evolves from that basic and place it on top. Since Greninja Break is not a stage two, it's a break evolution, it then disqualified for that rules. It's all about the wording. Mm-hmm. You can't play a Greninja Break without a Greninja anyway, because mm-hmm. what a tat, like, it's useless. it doesn't yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, again, seems like there's nothing but player guesswork keeping this from being a possibility. I think we debunked that. Uh, as I found, nothing official stating this can't work. Thanks again. Um, yes, thank you for the email, Basket. Uh, I hope we answered yeah, your and, questions. And we do have, in the Pokemon TCG world, we have people called Professors. Yes, that's the title in this uh, the TCG. Um, they're players that actually take an exam and become prof- uh, Pokemon professors, which basically means they're judges, and they should know the rules left and right. And if you have any questions, if you go into a league, every single league should have a uh, professor. In fact, if they don't have a professor, it's not an official league, right? Am I mistaken? You are okay. correct. Yeah. So always ask for your professor. They know the rules. Uh, Pokemon, like every other TCG, it's all about how that wording in those cards. And it's kind of like the law and being a lawyer. It's all about the loopholes. Find mm-hmm. those loopholes, take advantage of them, and create a deck. That's what the TCG is, and it's super fun. Um, anything else you want to add to that? Um, the pro- the professor exam ain't no joke. No, it's uh, not. I've taken it a few times, and I've failed. Yeah. I've been playing Pokemon trading card games since it came out. Uh, and I mean, I felt like I knew the rules up, down, left, right, backwards, inside out. And uh, there are... They ask very, 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 mm-hmm. very specific scenario questions yep. on that test. Like this, and like this one, yep. Right. Very uh, specific, really makes you think and goes between the gray areas of the mm-hmm. rules. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's all. That's, I think, all I have to say. <laughs> so thank you, Basket, once again, for writing in. Um, if you have any questions people in, Poco, uh, in the Poco Podcast community, please let us know. Send us our email. Anything, any questions you have, any doubts, any ideas for decks that you have, send them in to us at PocoPodcast at gmail.com. We'll read it on here. We'll discuss it. We'll ridicule you. We'll make your life miserable. And we'll tell you that the deck doesn't work. That is my promise to you. That doesn't sound like something people want to hear. <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> It's not what I meant. We'll discuss it friendly, and uh, we're going to say it's good, even though it's not. (laughs) (laughs) And we won't let Scrawn read it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, that's the end of the email. Thank you for writing in, Basket. And uh, we're going to the last part, but I promise you guys it's the most fun part of the episode. It's the first ever Pokemon 20 questions. Where Who's you, that Pokemon? Where you, that your community, will try to stump our co-host. We'll be right back with this last section. Flip flop. Who's that Pokemon? Welcome back, guys, to the final part of our TCG episode. And we got for you kind of like a show game. A game show, actually, where we're going Books. to pit 
Yep, we're gonna <laughs> go to pit <laughs> you, the community, Poco community, against our co-hosts when we try to stump them, I'm trying to guess who's that Pokemon. And today, our uh, community member uh, Arkham Shiftry has given us a Pokemon that our people here have to guess. Yes or no questions only. They can only ask. When they're sure if it's that Pokemon, if they guess wrong, they all lose. So let's start out. Arkham Shiftry has... Tell us the Pokemon. Sublime. Who's that Pokemon? Does this Pokemon have a dual typing? Yes. Hmm. Hmm. So it's not Flaffy. <laughs> it's not what? <laughs> nope. Must not be Flaffy. <laughs> I- I'm telling you guys, I was immediately going to guess Flaffy. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. Um, ask a yes or no question. So it's my turn to ask mm-hmm. a question. That narrows it down from all of the dual typing Pokemon. All right. Are one of those types poison? No. All right. You just wasted a question. <laughs> I'm out. Okay. It was a it was a reasonable question. <laughs> Because there's just so many poison types. <laughs> Bo! Is this Pokemon um, based on an inanimate object? No. Okay, so it's a living creature base. Thing. Okay. Sublime. Um, is this Pokemon originally a member of Gen 1? No. Hmm. That's four questions. Uh, what could it be, Scrawn? What could it be? Okay. Was it introduced in one of the last three generations? Yes. Okay. We're, we're, we have a frame of reference now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, hmm. Is it a legendary Pokemon? No. Okay. Six. Sublime. Was this Pokemon introduced in the last two generations? Yes. Okay, so Sinnoh's out. Mm. Mm. I would... Mm, it's probably Gen 5. Ask a question about the last two generations and you'd nail it. Is, <laughs> was it introduced in Gen 5? Yes. Ooh, okay. Um, does this Pokemon belong to an evolutionary line? Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's let's talk about what we know so far. Gen five, dual typing, evolutionary line. It's not legendary. Well that makes that makes sense. But that's basically all the info we have to go off of, other than it's not a poison type. <laughs> <laughs> but that's well, useful to know. Ink RC we know that. <laughs> So Gen dual 5, type, don't forget. You said dual type. Yeah. yeah. Gen 5 is a tough one because there was 150 Pokemon. Yeah. This is the biggest generation. Yeah. Other than Gen 1. I think there's actually more Gen 5 than Gen 1. Yep. That's really? I was unaware. Okay, we gotta keep it moving. Okay. Um whose turn? Both. Me? Yep. Ooh, yay. Um hmm. Um, does this Pokemon have a tail? 
Yes. Okay. That's ten questions. Alright. It has a tail. Okay. Uh, is it my turn? Yep. Yeah. That was not a yes or no question. The <laughs> <laughs> next. <laughs> no. Um, is this Pokemon part fighting? Uh, no. Gen five had a lot of fighting types. Yep. It's a, it's a good good question. Hmm. What do we have? Gen five dual type, not a Does... legendary. Okay, it's dual type. So I put what we know in the in the Skype chat. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Let's see. So many good questions. Is it a? Does it have the flying or water type? It's a yes or no question. That's that is a yes. That is a yes or no question. Okay. Yes. Hmm. Okay. It is either a water or flying type or both. I don't think there was water flying in. That's Jack. right. There Swana? was. There was Swana. Oh, uh, Swana and Ducklet. Yeah. Um, it's my turn now. Sorry about that. My yep. dog is kicking things. Um, is hmm. There weren't that does, many water types in Gen Five. Does this specific Pokemon? Uh, we know it's part of an evolutionary line, but um, does does it evolve? Yes. It does. So it's either a basic or a stage one. Mm-hmm. Thirteen questions. Okay, so it's not a final form. <sighs> Is there a Pokemon that evolves into this Pokemon? Yes. Okay, so it's a stage one. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay, that makes it super tricky, so it's not <laughs> Dr. Swana. Fourteen. Mm. Okay. That, that, I think that, we can start discussing our possibilities. Yeah. So, that leaves us, it could be, um... Palpatote is the only water type it could be. Um, couldn't it be... Never mind. Because it, it has be to be a stage right. one in a line that is a stage two line. Right? Because yeah. it can evolve and something evolved into it. Yeah. So the only water type that fits that description that's a dual type is Palpatode. On the flying side, we have Tranquil. And <laughs> that is it. Okay. <laughs> so it's either Tranquil or Palpatode. Oh, um, okay. So it has the ground typing. It well, is uh is it my turn. turn. Mm, okay. Question for for a 15. Is it my turn? Yep. Oh. Does it have the ground typing? No. Okay. Okay, so... guys, guys, we need to be careful here. <laughs> Alright, let's go over all of the facts. <laughs> let's go over all of the facts. It is from Unova. It is a dual-type Pokemon. It is an intermediate evolution. Mm-hmm. It is part-flying. It is not a legendary. I think the only Pokemon that fits all of those descriptors is Tranquil. 
Okay, let me let Could me it ask be anything else. Let me let me ask one more question just to get definitive. I don't think it could be anything else. Um, does this Pokemon's evolution have two different um, sprites based on gender? Yes. Okay, uh, I think well, I think we go. got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, you guys ready? Yep, do it. Is this Pokemon Tranquil? Bidoof. <laughs> Damn it! Is this, is, is this your final answer? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes it's Tranquil. Yeah. And the co-hosts win. And what do uh, we win? Absolutely nothing. Uh, right. So it's co-hosts one, community zero. Uh, congratulations on winning the first ever. Who's that Pokemon? People in the community, send us your... Uh, Suggestions to stump the co-host. We're going to try to do this in every episode. Let's see if we can stump them. Right now, they're winning 1.20. Don't let that happen, guys. Come on. Come up with good stuff. Thank you so much, Ark and Shifter, for submitting your suggestion. And uh, Tranquil, the bird Pokemon from Gen 5, was this one. Um, guys, thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you, Sublime. Like always. Thank you, Scrawn. Thank you, Bo. Uh, I think this was a great episode. I hope you guys at home enjoyed it. Until next time, until next month, please stay tuned. The Pokemon, before we leave, though, we want do want to recognize... Uh, guys, if you do like Pokemon, um, if you do like Poco, please follow us on Twitter at Poco Podcast. If you uh, follow, uh, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Poco Podcast, uh, go to our subreddit at r slash Poco and uh, Tumblr, if you want as well. Make sure you review us on iTunes to, you know, please tell everybody that you like the show. Tell everybody that you like the community. Come join us. It's going to be amazing. If you want to support Pokemon and you, and you want to make a better community, please, you can donate to our um, Patreon and be a, a, a Patreon with us. And we have rewards for that. Please join us. And, of course... You can join our discussions, come in and hanging out at the Pucklepacast, uh, Um Guys, thank you so much for, you for tuning in to the Puckle TCG cast. Until yeah. next month, this is Shashiro. Uh, I'm Bosephus. I'm Sublime. And I'm Scrum. And now it's closing time.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.